2: Watch we burn down everything, B D E on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you could never really know what's up next.
3: Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next Postwrestling.com, Apple
2: Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever app you use, and of course Twitch.tv slash Next podcast. Hello Twitch Room and welcome Raiders right now. We just got raided. Got raided, this is exciting. You know why? Why is that? It's because the ruler's back. The band's back together. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: I didn't die. No. Uh, There was dirt sheets about me. How's Jack Evans doing? Yeah, uh, they tried to Jack Evans me, but it didn't happen. Right. The Cancun, the Mexican government, the cartel, they couldn't keep me down there. And I made it back. You made it back. Yeah. uh, Not without some, of course, uh, gifts coming back home.
2: You're talking about the tequila or the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tequila might kill the other thing. The other thing, thing the Rona. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's been a fun few weeks, isn't it?
3: It has. It's been quite interesting. Uh, I went on a family Christmas vacation for... It was supposed to be a, an eight-hour tour, and it just turned into uh, eight weeks. No, it felt, feels like forever. When,
2: when was the last time we did a show together? Uh, I guess three weeks ago since we did wow. NXT. Uh, thank you to uh Jesse and Sino and and B Detroit for like holding down the fort. Yeah. while you were away. Um,
3: yeah, definitely. You, you did a great job hanging around, doing all the shows, watching everything. So thank you. Because uh, I didn't expect to be down there for as long as I was. <laughs> it's a, trust me, it's a very Long and crazy story. We do have a uh, Behind the BDE
2: we got to record this week to make up for a missing one in December. We do, so. yeah. We wanted to do one originally when you got back uh, around like the 27th, the 28th yeah. of December and talk about Christmases and right. and Mexico. But uh, Spanner in the Works uh, kind of uh, shook things up a little. So we'll be doing two Behind the BDEs this month. Yeah, but
3: but I am back and it's, it's okay. I'm fine. Thank you for all the messages at Up Next Podcasts for uh, all the updates on all the shows that we've been doing. Uh, I thought I had No Way Home, mm. and I made it. I'm happy I saw No Way Home maybe two, three weeks ago now, considering I, I was stuck down there and pr- couldn't really go see it. And now the movie theaters are shutting the down theaters are Toronto. closing
2: again in Ontario. Yeah. yeah I've so. lost my job for the fifth time in the last two years, so that's <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, just fun stuff.
3: Yeah. I should have just stayed down there. You should have. I was having a good time riding golf carts <laughs> around an island, going to the beach every day, partying, going foam parties, margaritas. That was my life. An expensive room service. That was my life for two weeks. And then I came back, and I I did miss uh, the Up Next Universe and you and all our regular stuff. But I, I'm kicking myself because it's fucking cold here.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's not the not the greatest. I I quite enjoyed my isolation, to be honest. Was, yeah. Uh, I have my own r- room service. It's called Uber Eats. And yeah. I pay for it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I have it delivered outside the room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was quite uh, a nice way of like, I guess, recharging and uh, was expecting to go back to work afterwards. But unfortunately with new restrictions in Ontario, they said, uh, if you, if you don't listen, um, like with well, this first time listening, I, I work at a bar in a restaurant and they've closed indoor dining, but they've said, you can still uh do patios it's, it's minus 10 we're in canada here like it's no one's doing no, no one's, one's doing patios. patios and stuff um so yeah a uh, little of uh, this isolation's extended a bit further than i i wanted but uh, i'm going to be going home yeah so you're coming I'm home i'm fucking off yeah you're
3: abandoning
2: the show you're abandoning everyone no no <laughs> i just will be doing 4am yeah. What's next uh, up next moving forwards? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go home until the summer and hopefully come back when Ontario's kind of sorted itself out. Hopefully coming back. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, so it, we'll be doing a lot of zoom up next.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be another one of these weird lockdowns, at least here. Cause like looking, you know, in the States they're doing still wrestling shows and they're still doing stuff where we're looking like it's going to be this, this lockdown, this Omicron or a marion not the the rapper the singer who's been getting a lot of bad messages over the holidays people confusing it thinking he's the cause of all this yeah i mean his music's not that bad but yeah never heard of him um well yeah and now it's gonna everything's gonna be like shut down here and stuff and it's just like what a like what a bummer so uh yeah i'm i'm like been inside since I haven't left the apartment since coming back the past few days mm. just cause I'm isolating and stuff. So I'm like, I have some mild, it feels like a, feels like a cold Yeah, is what this feels like for me, but it's kind of not, it hasn't left me yet. So I'm a little like where, where, when does this go away? So I'm, I'm just chilling. I heard garlic's really good.
2: Garlic, garlic's always good for, yeah. for immune system and being sick. Uh, I, I'm used to going out and walking a lot. My, my job, I'm on my feet a lot of the time. So being stuck inside for, uh, 10 days, not going out at all, felt really weird. And my leg still hurts from the first walk. I like pulled my, pulled my hamstring or Hmm. something. Um, just not used to it, I guess. Is it just like achy and stuff? I'm just old. I'm is old. it covid yeah. or is it just getting I think old? I'm just getting old. <laughs> and the cold and yeah, and everything. everything hurts in the cold, yeah.
3: Yeah, I I was I came back and and it's all really cold here and I kind of <laughs> I was like, man, people, no I understand why people just leave. I'm for, surprised you don't have a tan, really. I had I had one maybe the first day the back was okay. getting really really red. So I was, I was scared. So I made sure to, to sunbathe. Consider it's mm. uh, a sun tan lotion, whatever it's called. I'm pretty white. So it takes a lot. Like I easily just burn, mm. but if I want to try to get a nice color, I, I, I did. I, I worked on it. It was nice, but, uh, I'm happy to, to be home and I missed doing podcasts and stuff like that.
2: And you came back to a good show, I think. Like, I did, yeah. I, I didn't not. I
3: did not watch <laughs> NXT two Shockingly, while I was on vacation, I did not watch NXT two point oh.
2: dear. So I, I you missed know. out on so much. Yeah,
3: AJ Styles is here AJ now. Styles was? is
2: here. Uh, Harlan's throwing people off roofs. roofs? Yeah. Uh, a lot Brian of Kendrick changed. didn't show up, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah a damn. lots lots happened since you've been away. Yeah, I've been. I've just. I I,
3: I somehow managed to watch Dynamite. Okay, And uh, I watched Dynamite and I even watched some of the Rampage stuff. Uh, and we'll talk all about that tomorrow with a brand new BD Elite yeah. coming out on this very free feed. After Dynamite goes off the air at like 10.15, we record it live on Twitch like we're doing right now for Up Next. Uh, we'll talk all about Brian Danielson, Hangman 2. Oh. So I'm super excited. Is it going to gonna
2: go to judges' school? Who yeah, are the judges going to be?
3: I saw Max Caster saying he's a judge. I,
2: I don't believe that.
3: I hope that's not... I, it should be Bret Hart. I think Bret would be good. I think it one. should be the... Obviously, it should be Jason Hervey from The Wonder yep. Years, because he was the judge. And yep. the Frankenhooker. The again? Frankenhooker, obviously as Obviously, well. she was the original judge, too, for Ric Flair uh, Steamboat, right? Yes. So, clearly, that's the judges. Is yeah. Probably. Those three? I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So, we'll talk all about that and uh, everything in the world of uh, AEW on that show, because uh, we're Super into that stuff as well.
2: Yeah. And on our Patreon, patreon.com slash up next, um, last week, we've kind of had to shift a few things around this month just due to uh, COVID and Mexico, etc., etc.
3: And the cartel threatening me exactly. not to leave the country. Yeah. Uh,
2: but last week, I did a show with uh, Martin Bushby from the British Wrestling Experience and Dickie Bird, the the wonderful uh, guy who helps us with all our videos and graphics and and stuff, uh, over there in Australia. Uh, we talked about the film Braindead by Peter Jackson and kind of just nerded out over Peter Jackson for two hours. Uh, really, really fun, uh, show that we did as a, as a real like last minute thing. And then I was joined by one of our listeners, Anne Marie, to do an episode of Was Next, where we were talking about the July 10th edition of NXT from 2013. This included, uh, the first appearance of Charlotte. Uh, William Regal in a six-man main event taking on the Wyatts. A lot to talk about there, so they're always fun. But it means we haven't put out yet our best match ever 2021.
3: Yeah, this is a big show we kind of do every year. Uh, Of course, we will be joining John and Way from Post Wrestling for the Best Of Show and The Worst Of Show. I believe those are coming out uh, this Friday and the following Friday. So we're super happy and honored to be able to join John Away on those shows. But a lot of that is talking about on The Best Show, Best Wrestler, and Best Match. And, well, we do a whole show, kind of a two-parter, where we've gotten all you guys, our listeners, whether it's the Facebook group or the Patreon pages and all that stuff, you, Davey, took all these votes and all your guys' votes of... Best match ever, and the top ten list, and everything, and now you finally compile all the lists, Your picks, my picks. We have a list, and we a definitive list. Yeah, yeah. We go through best match ever is a show we do where we we run through a match, we dissect it, uh, we give some ratings, compare ratings from other places, and then kind of pick which one is the best. So this is a top ten. We have part one coming out. Uh, probably put it out. Thursday. Friday. Friday, Yeah. And then part two out on Monday, uh, out on the Patreon there. So both best matches ever. And yeah, this is an easy show to do homework for. You just, I'm in isolation. (laughs) I finally get back to my legal Canadian bud and I'm hanging out watching the best matches of the year. It's been, it's been really fun. And we, uh, we recorded part, part one with 10 to six from our list today and I can't wait
2: for you guys to hear it. And an early preview of our worst of 2022 is coming out tomorrow as we're talking about Wrestle Kingdom 16, night one and two, and Evil versus Ishii. Yeah. Uh, We'll be going into a lot of detail about that. An early contender, very early contender. Ishii in the worst match of the year.
3: Yeah, it doesn't sound right. That is a wrong sentence, but Ishii, yeah. I stayed up. I think I'm going to stay up after this tonight and try to watch. Um, uh very, very odd. But we're doing a show. We're gonna talk about both nights. We're recording that tomorrow afternoon. That'll be out on the Patreon as well for you uh New Japan fans, talking all about uh the banger the, the main event last night or this morning really it was really good. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping we get some, some more action on night two, but hmm. holding my breath on that one. But
2: yeah. Yeah. Um and then finally this Saturday on this very free feed and on twitch.tv slash up next. Podcast. I'll be joined by John Sino uh, to take a look at this week, uh, this year's Hard to Kill pay-per-view from Impact. So we're back to Deep Impact and we'll be talking all about that show this Saturday. What's the main event? I don't know. I've got to do some catching up. Oh, I was going to say. I think it's Moose. Big uh, Cass, no is thanks. it not? Or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, cool. I, I do need to catch up and read some of, uh, John Cena's reports on post wrestling. Well,
3: listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena on the free feed as
2: well, covering all the wrestling you don't want to watch, including Impact. Okay. Wrestling. No, this sounds, this sounds pretty good. Jonathan Gresham, Chris Sabin for the ROH title. Okay. Uh, Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin. Steve Macklin's actually <laughs> impressed me, uh, in there. Okay. Um, you've got, the inspiration versus the influence uh yeah that doesn't sound great uh, Josh Alexander versus Jonah uh, as in former Bronson Reed right okay um, yeah, yeah moose versus Cardona versus W Morrissey Mickey James versus Gina Perazzo in a Texas death match. Hardcore wow. country. I've got to, I've got to really catch up with this stuff. Yeah, damn. Yeah. All right. So that's Saturday. That's Saturday night.
3: Yeah. Uh, that'll be on the free feed as well. It will be. Yes. Hey, there you go. Free podcast talking about some wrestling. You may or may not have known was happening this weekend. Uh, but yeah, that means, uh, the Patreon there. It's the new month. We have so many more shows. We put out the schedule today. We have the two best matches ever. We have a up yours where world champ patron, friend of the show, Mr. Chris Elliott has selected The Royal Rumble 2000, Mm. so we're going to talk all about that later this month. We're also going to do a watch-along for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. We were going to do it at a bar and doing a whole event, but shout out COVID. So Instead, I'll be doing it from the UK. There you go. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be doing that and then talking about this year's Royal Rumble, but that means we also have the Up Next Rumble. Oh, yes.
2: Returning this year, so there's a lot of stuff. And former winner... The, the inaugural winner of the Up Next Rumble, Chris Elliott, who we're talking to about yeah. Rumble 2000, has volunteered to be entrant number one. Wow. Last year, he won the damn thing. Well, this Ed- year he's Edge going won to- from number one last year, didn't yeah. he? So uh, is Chris Elliott going to do an Edge? Is Chris Elliott going to do a... Who else wants no, from number one? No, no. That's not.
3: <laughs> uh- <laughs> uh, yeah, the Up Next Rumble is going to be uh, another one of these fun Twitch games slash podcasts and uh i know we're going to do it on the sunday um after the royal rumble so uh follow for all those stuff but that uh that'll be super fun and yes we have some surprises and some people are already interested i know your ears just perked up Mm. those people who want to be in the rumble let
2: us know if you want to compete yeah 30 people
3: it's not going to be like last year you you can't just you're not just ran you're not just going to be thrown in you, you gotta prove yourself to be in this Royal Rumble now, because we figured it's a lucrative spot now. Mm. A lot of people wanted in last year. Uh, we have all these shows. We have the, the more was next, another retro NXT review. I know, uh, world champ patron, I think it's Greg, who's
2: picked ICW. Yeah. Fear and Loathing eight. Yeah. It's, uh, one of the, I think it is still the biggest, like, independent event in the UK. Damn. So we're going to talk all about
3: that epic show. And well, there's another up yours coming out. If you listen to the show, you might know a shocking thing, to some at least, that Davey, you've never seen the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and our world champ patron and friend of the show, Mr. Fire Frank, the BD champ, who I'm Mm. sure will be watching the Rumble with stern eyes, he has selected for his up yours... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I'm away that week. But I'm sure the two of you will do a great job uh, reviewing this. This he's film. gonna. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if he
3: cancelled. If you. If that was it. Like, imagine you're like, I can't do it. Actually, I think
2: I'm have my hair cut that day.
3: Yeah. So you're finally gonna watch Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a big thing happening on the show. People are excited, uh, and I think and I think that uh, since I missed the show, I, I I have to do a make good. Thing. And we're already reviewing a retro Rumble, and we're talking about the new Royal Rumble. We got an Up Next Rumble. I just I just want to Rumble. So me and friend of the show, John Sino, we've decided uh, later this month we're going to add in another extra show, another review. Rumble in the Bronx, all right. a review coming this later this month. That'll be an extra bonus one on the Patreon. But so many things, and guys, it's only five bucks to support us and all the podcasts that we do at your fingertips wherever you want, at any time you want. But thanks for supporting and listening to us on this show
2: as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening. The The Twitch room's on fire tonight. Hell yeah. Because uh, we're going to get into some New Year's Evil. Big show from NXT tonight.
3: New Year's Evil. Evil. He's on the other show. Yes. And he made the show pretty evil. Um, there's uh, a lot of stuff. What did I miss in the world of like wrestling and news and dirt sheets and... Uh, there's a lot Tony going on had a yeah, fun New Year's Eve. That'll be it? yeah, that we'll talk about that tomorrow for <laughs> sure, but uh the NXT, what there was a story I read, I think it was fightful reported that um the original idea for MSK shaman, oh yeah, was supposed to be Jeff Hardy.
2: Yeah, it said there was even some stuff filmed. They already filmed it I and then last see, minute had to Yeah, I want to I kind of want to see that. Um What would it be? I mean, when they originally teasing the shaman, they were saying like a uh, uh like a god of tag teams and that sort of thing yeah which okay riddles your tag team champion but still don't really think of him as like tag team wrestler so that kind of yeah makes sense um but yeah i, I can see him fitting in the role i i can't say like if we were to get the match we had tonight or jeff hardy instead i i would have taken riddle Ye- like yeah. jeff hardy walter doesn't interest me as much as Walter
3: sure Uh, I don't know we've seen Jeff Hardy beat other NXT uh, superstars real quick so maybe Walter would have been fast work for Jeff Hardy (laughs) Uh, clearly because actually Nash Carter looked like he they have their gear that look like the colors for Jeff Hardy like the purple and green even his hair has like the Jeff Hardy hair or did Matt Riddle have the Monica from friends vacation hair as well no not today Nash Carter, before, it, yeah, Nash, Nash Carter had it, yeah. Nash Carter had it though, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jeff Hardy is the shaman.
2: Maybe they thought it would. I don't. I. It would be. It's interesting. I can see it. I can yeah. certainly see it. Yeah. I read something today and I didn't like fact check it, but uh, and it. I don't know if this is even a joke site, but something about Rob Van Dam, no, given up week. That's no, fake. fake. Yeah. Come on, what do you think? Well, no, I thought it just sounded ridiculous.
3: Yeah, it was like some of those not like the Onion news. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That RBD gave, gives up weed to start anti- weed thing. Anti-drug WWE. thing for kids. Yeah, that's not true. Good, I didn't <laughs>
2: think it was. He's the real shaman. You read the thing about uh Pfizer making a cure though, which was from the Onion. Was it? Oh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Now,
3: now they're saying that. No, no, no. There was, there was. Uh, there was saying, there were saying that they're making pills and now it's not like as further. I don't know. I right. read, I read, I saw it on the news as well. But you know, if it's on the internet, it has to be true and yeah. real. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other things that I've missed in the past. I know Tony Storm took her ball and went home mm-hmm. from WWE. Don't blame her on that part. Um, can't really say she's done too much.
2: In the WWE, oh, since. she was in the main event against Charlotte the week before. Oh, really? Like the day before. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So she was um, no, they've that. been using her, uh, but it must be hard, especially when you're living that far away from home. Uh, it's not like you're seeing your family all the time or whatever. It must be difficult. Hmm. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so
3: I could I could see her going to like an Impact or something uh, down the line, but. Uh, I know Britt Baker from AEW tweeted kind of say, almost signaling that she wants a match with mm. Tony Storm. So maybe we will get to see that, but uh, I think she's going to be in Australia for a bit. She yeah. Goes. Maybe. Yeah. Wrestling. That's where best. she's gone, right? Yeah. And mm. there's, there's got to be some indie stuff mm. down the line there. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about tonight's episode of NXT. Let's do it 2.0. It's a special edition. It's New Year's Evil. And well, happy New Year's. And Happy New Year's Evil here tonight. It's kind of a, a stacked show. It is a good show for me to come back to because it has a lot of title matches, including the first match on the card, a title unification match. The North American champion, Carmelo Hayes, putting his title on the line against Roderick Strong, the cruiserweight champion, who's putting his title on the line. And I love how they tell us, hey, no matter what happens, it's just going to be the North American title going forward. Yeah. Therefore, just saying, I've said that for a few weeks. The cruiserweight yeah. championship is dead. It's normal. done. It's gone. This is the NXT cruiserweight championship. Does mm-hmm. this have the same like lineage as the WWE? Yeah, since twenty sixteen. Oh, it's since twenty sixteen. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Because uh, they retired it in what two thousand seven, I think. The old one. Hornswoggle. And then yeah, this this one's been for yeah five five odd years now.
3: Yeah, so I I just find it like it's it's not really unification. It's it's literally
2: no, completely it's unification. But they're
3: like they, we're just gonna make it the that we're not we're not calling it the North American Cruiserweight Champion. I know at the end he has the two belts. No, but that's but,
2: that's what they normally do. Think, yeah. think When did they like do? New Japan when the IC title got unified? Yeah. It's not called the World Heavyweight Intercontinental. Title. Yeah. You, what do they you call get rid of the
3: lesser one? What do they call the new one? The the Divas title one, just the
2: IWGP Heavyweight. Sorry, the oh, yeah, the IWGP world heavyweight champion, yeah, yeah.
3: So they did change the name a little bit, but it's but that's a new title, yeah, that's a new lineage, yeah. So this one, just this, the is, cruiserweight, this is how they
2: normally do it. Like,
3: this is like cruiserweight titles gone, yeah, now forever, as we kind of were suspecting they were going to do eventually, and it makes sense here. But if Roderick wins, that means he's the North American champion. Uh, Carmelo Hayes starts off this, he's got Trick Williams with him, and Roddy's got. Uh, Malcolm Bivens ringside with him and, uh, Hachi man. He's, he's been giving Roddy, he's yelling Roddy, like things to do here in this match. Uh, I haven't really seen, I thought he disappeared for a little while there, but he's here. Um, Carmelo Hayes technically like out wrestles Roddy early on, which gets Roddy a little upset. He delivers some chops to Carmelo, kind of putting him in his place. Eventually Roddy's like hung up in the ropes in the corner and gets this leg drop, from Hayes for a near fall. There's then Roddy on the apron and Carmelo does this jumping, flying DDT to Roddy on the apron, which just looked nasty as they both crashed to the outside, but looked awesome. Like a DDT just on the apron. Um Back in the ring, Roddy fires back and hits the sick kick back from his old days, which flips Carmelo inside out for a near fall. They go to break. During the break, there's Hayes hitting his patented flying springboard clothesline it reminds me almost of mark jindrak i know that's such a weird thing but he used to always do this corner clothesline carmelo does it but from the middle of the ropes like in the ring it's like this same same style motion it looks great i think it was the only move mark jindrak knew how to do properly um when they come back roddy fires back with some back breakers and another one uh but he can't get him down. There's a satellite face buster from Hayes, a submission exchange where they're going back from different submissions like cross faces and single leg, and then the stronghold. Um, but he can't keep Hayes down. So he hits another backbreaker. This one kind of like a, like a Uranagi onto the backbreaker. And then an angle slam with, with the, the forearm train that he just keeps running back and forth. But Hayes kicks out. Hayes fires back with this move. I saw him do it a few weeks ago. I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. It's like you lift the guy up for a suplex, and then mid move you give the same in the same position. You like give the guy a cutter. I think it could be uh, like a finisher almost. It looks pretty. It's kind of cool. similar to Dustin Rhodes' move, right? It's like no. It's like you have the guy up for a vertical suplex, but instead there's no spin or anything really. You kind of just like instead like cutter. cutter. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh But Roddy kicks out of that. There's then an end of heartache that's countered into a super kick from Carmelo. He got out of this move really impressive, almost like a handstand onto his feet. They're then fighting in the corner up top, and I don't think I've seen this: an avalanche Xplex, a
2: super Xplex. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure. It looked cool, whatever it was, but I just didn't quite understand whether it was meant to be an Xplex. I was wondering even if he was going for like end of heartache off the right. top. And what confused me was Hayes went for the cover immediately after. So I don't know if it was he was going for a move and Hayes went to counter it or what. But it looked it ended cool. up looking like an X-Plex. Which, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, it was a little confused with kind of Hayes capitalizing after it.
3: Well, Hayes eventually gets Roddy down. He climbs up and up the top turnbuckle, drops the... Flying leg drop to the back of the head, and one, two, three. Carmelo Hayes pins Roderick Strong to become or stay the North American champion. But now he's got both the titles Mm. as he's celebrating. And uh, yeah, that
2: leg drop's nuts. He gets so high. It's like the John Cena, yeah, guillotine. He he really scissor
3: kicks you though when
2: he's doing it. Um, I I loved this. Thought this was really good. I we pointed out how strong as much as we love Roderick Strong his kind of matches haven't quite hit recently and whether it's been uh I think a lot of the time has been lack of time on 2.0 you seem to have long commercial breaks breaking up these matches these two got a good amount of time and managed to tell a, a really good match here uh I think Carmelo Hayes is feels like pretty firmly cemented in NXT now um I I don't consider him as one of these sort of green like 2.0 people even though he's kind of the new guard um I think he's uh he's gonna have a great run with this this title and this was definitely the best Roderick Strong match for a while oh yeah yeah love Roddy he even pulled out some of his old school moves but like
3: I think it's because he's just been getting these like 5-minute matches but yeah. here it at least it had to have at least been over 10. It felt like it went for quite a while. Yeah, like, they it, got they got time. And it was good. Honestly, it was really good. I I think Carmelo Hayes has pretty much everything going for him. He's got the the promo skills, the character is still coming along but it's 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 working and the wrestling is is been there. So, yeah, I thought this was a, a hot opener. Um and I, it was cool to see Roddy Get Give time. I, I always love watching. Yeah, They've got 15 Strong.
2: minutes. Here, yeah.
3: It's good. That's yeah. pretty good. So, But yeah, he's the double champ. He's celebrating. Carmelo, don't miss. Melo, don't miss. Yeah. Uh, so double champ. Where does he go? Does he face Cam- Cameron Grimes and stuff?
2: Yeah. Grimes Something later like says he's going for gold. So yeah. that kind of makes sense. Um, trying to think if he's been set up with anyone else, really. Dexter. <laughs> There is always that. Possibly, I feel that's kind of done now. Yeah, um, yeah Grimes would be good,
3: and uh, pour one out for the cruiserweight title. What are the best moments of that title? Not considering the WCW and WWE all that before. But...
2: Leo Rush, Angel Gaza comes to mind. Yeah, they had a series of really good matches on NXT, on NXT. when they were just on USA. Yeah, um, Enzo, <laughs> Enzo, yeah, Neville, Neville, wasn't he? Yeah, Neville, Rich uh, Swan rich swan yeah yeah you had um the cruiserweight classic was the cruiserweight for the classic title, of yeah. course the oh drake maverick santos escobar the whole reveal of legado del fantasma yeah true that that was pretty good yeah um, Man, poor one out for the cruiserweight title unfortunately never really kushida nothing really landed in that rain yeah it just okay which was a shame
3: i mean at least he held it but mm. it's just kind of just kind of there yeah uh
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else there was. You had, uh, well, was it Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali at WrestleMania? For the title. Yeah. Tony Um, Nese. Buddy Murphy, he had his run with it. Oh, yeah.
3: He won it at the Australian show. Show That was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that was cool.
2: I remember there being a pretty good, was it a three-way or four-way? It was like Buddy Murphy, Murphy, uh, Akira Tozawa, and... Yeah, who else was it? It was on a main roster pay-per-view, but that was pretty good. Are they going to change the name of 205 Live, right? Well, there was the thing the other week with Gacy, wasn't there? Where Was that a show you were on? <laughs> no, it might be me and Sino. Gacy was like, uh, my eyes are set on this other show where they um, they like... Weight Chain. Yeah, whatever, it's like, you're not allowed to be on it, so we're going to change it there. Because 205 Live is neither... 205 is, no. or is it live? So <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie, is what it it's, is. It's 205. Yeah, lie. Any weight taped. I guess it evolved. That's a good name. Any weight taped. Any weight taped. Yeah.
3: <laughs> doesn't have quite a ring to it, but 205's just a lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all sitting on a throne of lies. Yeah. Paul went out for the cruiser title, but Carmelo Hayes, your U.S. North American champ, rather. Uh, but good match. We go to. Braun Breaker, he shows up to the arena. He is ready for his world title match with Champa later tonight, and he's wearing his new NXT WWE Shop Braun Breaker T-shirt, which is just a photo of himself. Hasn't he got the colors on it though? <laughs> yeah, I just always find it funny when there there's a picture of just like a guy's face or just something. They're wearing their yeah, own and face. they're wearing it. it's just only like works for
2: Orange Cassidy, really.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like it's like a, a one. The whole shirt is his face.
2: It's just like a shitty little picture of him. I, like, I mean, their merch has just gone, down gone further up. and further downhill. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look at it now. All the
3: NXT merch was just not good. But Braun is here and he is ready. Speaking of the title match later, the champion, Champa is backstage. And he's greeted by AJ Styles. Mm. That's right. How long have I been away? AJ Styles is here at NXT. And Champa says, Isn't this phenomenal? And AJ says, Hey, I'm happy to see you. I got to handle some business tonight, but I
2: hope you defend that championship tonight. There's, as AJ walks off, um, Champa goes, Welcome back to NXT. And he almost sounded more like his heel Champa. So I don't know if it's a little tease of something down the line, obviously, with Champa no longer. Champion it could be a nice exhibition once this Waller feud's over. well, what does maybe. he mean? Welcome back he's never been here before uh, he, he came with the uh, good brothers didn't he to NXT yeah he had a little run a couple of years ago. ah oh, interesting so AJ's here to
3: call out Grayson Waller mm. next uh, but while they come back from a commercial break, we get the announcement of the dusty roads. Tag Team Classic. It's coming back. Uh, in two weeks, the Men's Cup will start. And then in, what, February? February, the women. The women's side of it. So, yeah. So, some tag team wrestling.
2: Makes sense. Last week, they featured, like, the four teams um, who aren't involved in the in the tag title picture. So, you're, like, Briggs & Jensen, you're GYVs, Creed Brothers, and Jacket Time. Um and we kinda of questioned it was like, Oh, why are they showing all these tag teams? It makes sense the tournament's coming up. Yeah. Early pick for men and women. Uh, Dusty Cup Men MSK, two two for two. Two in a row, okay.
3: Yeah. Um and women
2: what tag teams are there? Indy and Persia. Indian Persia, I think. Yeah. And you'll have Persia pretty much win the whole thing herself. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um I think Creed Brothers for men. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they would I face. think MSK beat Imperium for the titles. Oh, down the line before this, before this, and I think. Oh, but MSK are entering it, aren't they? Yeah, they said mm. they're in it. Yeah, it could be we'll interesting. See. I yeah. I enjoy. I usually enjoy the Dusty Classic. So we'll see with some of these newer teams that we're not co- quite convinced on. But. Just
3: always happy hearing Dusty's theme song oh, playing yeah. in these promos. He's just a common man. It's it's a pretty good theme. good song. AJ Styles comes down to the ring. Speaking of good themes, he ain't want none. He ain't want none. He He, he he don't don't want want none. none. He don't want none. (laughs) Are you sure? Because he really don't want none.
2: He's looking scared because he don't
3: really want none. I love this song. It's a great song. I love this TNA theme. All of his TNA theme. Ain't
2: nobody breaking this redneck. Do it with the hands muddy.
3: They don't want none. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, AJ Styles, he's in his full gear. And his shirt on. I wasn't quite sure what his shirt said. It said,
2: Phenomenally done. And I didn't know what that I meant. don't understand. Is he that. done wrestling? Phenomenally. That To start with, Phenomenally, phenomenally is, is a mouthful. Is it even a real word? Phenomenally done. Because it it's looks rest, like it's, Never rust.
3: Yeah, he's got weird merch. Yeah. He's got really weird, especially in TNA. He had some weird merch, too. Uh, AJ Styles has a gr- microphone and the crowd here are chanting AJ Styles so loud that he can't even talk for the first little bit here. And he says, I'll never get tired of hearing that. Thank you very much. He says, I don't want to make this sound weird or anything, but I didn't need NXT. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Fuck NXT. No. I didn't need you. He says, my debut was at the Royal Rumble and I didn't need NXT. But he did He did word for word say, I didn't need NXT. He says, there's something special about this place, though. I know it. I can feel it. I wish I did come through here because there is passion here. I don't care if it's 1.0 or 2.0. It's passion that makes it go around. And I'll be damned if I let someone take that passion away. And he calls out Grayson Waller, who has been saying some mean things. Trying today. shit about him. Waller comes out. With some great white pants and a black and gold shiny shirt, he says, uh, "You you must have a phenomenal uh, deflection and forgetting things. Last night you lost to Omas. I guess on Monday Night Raw. Mm. I wonder if Omas took a bump in that match. I I did not watch it. Oh, damn. He I says, put it on after the show. We'll watch. Oh damn. He says you didn't lose. You got crushed. And well. I, I I know people people saying things about Grayson Waller, saying Grayson is green, he hasn't paid his dues, but I'm a student of the game and I know what a lot of people don't know here and there's this one guy who's totally a plant, but he's mm. like, You don't know what I'm talking about. You look at you, you don't you can't do anything and he just runs this guy down saying he doesn't go to the gym and doesn't have what it takes He says, AJ, you were busy thinking of Grayson Waller. That's why you lost. And I saw that that's what cost you your match. And AJ's like, I have heard enough. I got my gear on. So, you know, I've never had a one-on-one match in NXT. I guess he is referring to Mm. the time he had here. He says, so grow a sack and do something about it. Grayson then says, like, hey, I don't want to fight. But next week... In the main event, he's basically like, yeah, tonight's booked up, but I could do the main event slot with you next week. And everyone will see the Grayson Waller effect. And he goes to, like, not attack AJ and then kind of tries to sucker punch him. But AJ turns it around and levels him. And then he gets leveled. And then AJ gets the one up again. And then uh, Waller walks off here with AJ saying, you don't want them.
2: Yeah, I I think they're doing a a really good job with getting Grayson Waller really hated and bringing someone in like an AJ Styles who is such a fan favorite and has felt kind of underutilized really in the last year with this whole Omos thing. People want to see him wrestle. And I think having him uh, in NXT, I think it it makes him a huge baby face against Waller um, who's seeming more and more comfortable every week when he talks and was even on Raw the other week. I like, uh it feels kind of we're going back to sort of 2013 NXT where you have your main roster talent come down because because there's been some spring cleaning and we've lost a lot of the veterans either due to release. There's in. been
3: spring, summer, fall, yeah, winter cleaning. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you've had a lot of your veterans leave either through choice of their own or being released. So you do need these younger guys to work with experienced talent. And I think having your like main roster talent who maybe aren't doing a whole lot at the moment, like an AJ Styles, like a Riddle or even a, a Jeff Hardy by the reports. Um, I think it's quite cool. And it, it makes, it makes show a little bit more interesting for me. And I, I'm, I think this should be a pretty good match between these two. Yeah. I,
3: I think it definitely, so, it's a good little like mini feud here, especially I think prolonging it to next week to get a, make it have something mm. next week of some stature there, but uh just, AJ Styles and NXT, like two years ago, three years ago, would have been like, holy, look at all the like crazy scenario dream matchups mm. and stuff. Now it's obviously, it's come down to he's facing the guy from Survivor. So it does like go, ah, it's maybe it's a few years too late, but I know but, what you're but saying. It, it's it, it will it's help. not to yeah. – it,
2: the idea is to develop. Like, yeah, for sure, sure. I'd have loved to have seen a Johnny Gargano AG Styles, but it doesn't really help anyone. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that a year ago, <laughs> if this were to happen, everyone would just be going, oh, they're just trying to beat AEW in the ratings. Like, beyond sure. that, they're not head-to-head anymore. And having this kind of main event talent come down, it's most interested I've been in AJ Styles for the last year, I'll say.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's one of the best wrestlers, and he's just been not really doing too much. Mm. Uh, but that's, I think that's just that whole Com- prom- <laughs> promotion. Yeah. I mean... Uh, me and you put on that, uh, day one event. Like it had some fun stuff, but yeah, I mean, Brock winning made me laugh. Made me fun because we both said he's winning. Yeah. And then we watched it and he won. It's like, damn, they really, they really went with that. Um, but yeah, AJ Styles should be like, I don't know, having feuds Mm and having great matches with people, but instead it's, he's doing this Mm -hmm. weird stuff. Uh, I am interested in the match with Waller next week, but imagine like Styles versus, Sorry, Gargano, Cole, mm. or any, Champa even,
2: uh, which we've well, seen on the Indies. I, stuff. I wonder if that was a tease earlier. Like, could we have next week AJ beat Waller and a pissed off Champa having lost the title just beats the shit out of AJ, starts a feud? That'd be cool. I'd much rather see that match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Waller beats him. <laughs> no, no, I think AJ
3: wins. <laughs> <laughs> we go to a video for Pete. I almost said Pete Davidson. Not quite. No. Pete Dunn. He's talking about Tony D'Angelo, and he says this is the best you can do, showing his hand all taped up in a, almost like a cast. He says, Tony, you poked the bear, and this you think this is where it ends, but it doesn't. Nah, mate. Nah, mate. I won't walk away just after that. This is just the beginning. There's only one of you this time. This ain't no war games. I'm going to rip your arm out of your socket and and I'm going to stomp your stupid mouth shut. So next week, why don't you try to finish the job and bring that crowbar, because trust me, you're going to need it. And it's later announced that Pete Dunn next week will face Tony D'Angelo in a crowbar on a pole match. I
2: believe I called this last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring not, it on. Not quite Judy Bagwell, yeah. but a crowbar, crowbar on I'll a take pole. It. Um, Pete Dunn's. Like so much better at promos now. I think when we did one of our worst of shows one year, I I said Pete Dunn because I thought he was horrendous, and I think the style whenever he does these kind of video promos with a little bit of there was a little music underneath him and everything, um, I think it's a way better presentation for him. Um, yeah, I, I think he's he's sounding way more comfortable now.
3: Yeah, no, he he does because he's, he's still playing this like not quite baby face like. He's he's
2: rugged. He's yeah. an anti hero, yeah, isn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah. Um but I enjoyed their first match, uh, Dunn and D'Angelo, so this could be fun with the crowbar on a pole. It's been a while since we've had anything on a pole. So you what, you gotta grab the crowbar. Speaking and- of poles, they were giving free boosters at the uh at the strip club yesterday. But now they're all closed down. I know. You can't we can't even go. Apparently you could get a free dance with your booster shot.
3: Damn, I do need my booster. <laughs> <laughs> i do i do need my booster me
2: too fuck what are we doing after the show is it already too late i think it's too late now it was only on monday God, damn it yeah God,
3: damn it um well this was a booster in this show this next segment it's casey catanzaro and Caden carter backstage almost like in the gym in the pc somewhere to hear training who is it with that was with them amari miller Yes. Okay. So they're all hanging out here, and uh, they're talking about how much fun they had for New Year's Eve. And Casey and Caden said that they had a lot of fun, and that they did a little Texas two-step. Yeah, the country and then thing. Miller gives them like a like a sour face, like what? And Casey and Caden are like, oh no, it's not what you think. <laughs> Sorry, what does oh, that mean? I don't
0: know. I hated all
3: a of this. A Texas two-step to me is a it's dance a dance, group. yeah. Is there some sort of urban dictionary thing I'm not sure of? The Texas two-step? Like, Let's have a look. Urban dictionary. <laughs> Texas two-step. Two like, is that something like, they're like, oh, don't worry, it's not what, you know.
2: After taking a dump and buttoning your pants, a Texas two-step is when you have to walk back to the toilet after two steps and poop again. That's pretty much how I realized I had COVID. I had the Texas Two-Step. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this
3: <laughs> this segment felt like a Texas Two-Step. Um, <laughs> they're, they're talking about how much fun they had, and then...
2: All right. I, I'm seeing some other things as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Urban Dictionary is fun. Stuff that probably happens at the place where you can get a booster. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so... Persia and Indy walk in and they're talking about New Year's resolutions. And they say that, uh, that they always fall short. No one ever lives up to their New Year's resolutions. And well, this pisses off Casey and Kate, And they say, why don't you know, you, you find a friend and have a match with us three next week. And they say, who are we going to find? And they look to their like, to the side there, and it reveals that in this gym area, Tiffany uh, Stratton, Stratton yeah. she's sitting down on the phone, and they look at her like, hey, maybe you could be the third. And she goes, uh, Daddy, these girls are so ew. And then gets up and walks off. it's they- not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, then they're like, who are we going to find out if she's not in? And then they see the sleepy girl, sleepy couch girl. Mm. She's there. And they say, who are you? And she says, I'm Wendy Chu. Why are you looking at me like a ham sandwich? And they say, Hendy, sorry, Wendy Chu? Wendy who? And then uh, they, they, that's the end of the
2: segment. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Persia and Indy there as well? That's yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah, sorry, yeah. That was them, um, yeah.
3: So Casey and Caden walk off with Miller being like, hey, see you next week. It'll be a handicap match. And uh, Purge is like, well, I've already we've I've already dealt with handicap matches, so us two against three isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, so that's what's happening next week. So Wendy
2: choose in action?
3: I, no, I don't. No, no, I think she's busy sleeping she's or busy eating sleeping. ham sandwiches for some right. reason. Well, we
2: heard her talk, so that was good.
3: Yeah, she's no longer possessed. No. Um,
2: yeah, I I, re- I didn't like this. I absolutely <laughs> hated this. <laughs> I can't stand Casey and Caden. No one could act here at all. Um, yeah, it wasn't good.
3: I don't... I mean, I like Persia and Indy, but yeah. I don't think I like Casey and Caden still. I still am not... No, I really don't. Them talking about their 2 step in and their New Year's Eve... It's just so annoying. They're, They're so talking about,
2: Just... Uh, just
3: just so and country
2: fairs and...
3: <laughs> 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 I like going to concerts. <laughs> All the gimmicks here are really just hitting you over the head. Oh. Like... Like, what do you, what's their gimmick? I
2: don't know. They like going to concerts. It, it was shame because so far the show has been like pretty good. Yeah. We had like a really hot opener, I needed something AJ to have Styles, fun. Yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> oh God, this is 2.0, isn't it?
3: Yeah. We get, yeah. t- we get daddy's girl. We get pajamas girl. We get the party people. Just, cr- do you think, do you think Casey and Caden
2: had a good New Year's? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably on the same stuff Tony Khan was on. <laughs> he was he was he was taking a two step.
3: <laughs> we go to our next match, which is uh, well. The whole time this promo was happening, I forgot to mention the entrances for this match already <laughs> happened. So we got fucking Walter probably having to
2: watch this segment <laughs> TV. <laughs> Because Walter's here. That's what I. If you were at the CWC, I'd wanna see a video of Imperium watching this watching promo. Casey and Katie. And they're
3: probably like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I know how Casey and Katie were going to concerts with uh, Briggs and Jensen. They they went to the country concert mm. with Briggs and Jensen. They got to go with Imperium to the opera.
2: <laughs> yes. That'd be nice. Like a classical yeah, concert or something? Yeah,
3: yeah, something fancy yeah. and classy. And they're like, whoa, we're just trying to two step. What are you doing? <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 you got to be classy. They class, that should be it. They class them up. A bit of my fair lady. Like, stop going to the raves and. Like, do, Walter teaches. Stop doing the dirty Casey drugs. how
2: to be ladies. <laughs> yeah. Take them to the ball.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get Richard Gear in here to help out. I don't know why, but I think, thinking you're like pretty woman. I think we're going way too far off here now, but you know, you catch them like, like they, they take them out to a different kind of concert and they, they realize yeah. there's different.
2: You know. No, I, I want to see this. I, I'm into these. Two cause, now. cause Walter. Right, and- <laughs> right then you made me into these two. <laughs> Walter and Imperium make their entrance and then it plays, it comes back and then it plays this. So they had to be in the ring when this was airing. They did this on, uh, on Raw the other day, where there were like two commercial breaks or something after someone's entrance, it was just—it's it's very odd. Just It's—it's it's something they've started doing in the last year, where you just have, like, yeah, an entrance and then just sitting around, standing around like a lemon. Walter oh, yeah. was just so mad. <coughs> That's why he was so mad in this
3: match because he had to stand. That's why I lost? He had to watch this <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's just watching this. So Imperium, uh Mar- sorry, my my, my my I forget his name already. Twenty nineteen again. Marcel, Marcel Bartel Bartel and Fabian Eichner and Walter going up against MSK and their shaman riddle. Yeah. Yeah, the last time he was in NXT he had a first name. He did? They Matt said riddle. it was
2: did they say March twenty twenty, I think he was last saying. That was the last like time
3: he was here. Yeah, so MSK have their DJ who mix the MSK theme into the Riddle Riddle theme, theme. and then they all do their jumping entrance. They have scooters, too, now, uh, as well, and uh, they all kind of have matching gear. It it does look like the Jeff Hardy colors on MSK.
2: I guess they're, like, pinky, purpley, green, Um, but, yeah, more kind of Riddle-style shorts. Like, uh, Nash Carter normally wears, like, long tights, doesn't he, so... Yeah. He's in the shorts here. They, they look good. They all had I the shorts, I like matching matching gear for a team.
3: Yeah, true. Uh we get um starts off Nash Carter and uh Bartel, who are going back and forth, and Nash gets the best of him with this flying Rana. So Eichner tags in, and then he gets a Rana for his troubles as well here. But then Wes is tagged in, and he is going up against Eichner, and he's doing some kind of flying around when Eichner gets pissed off and eventually clotheslines him just inside out, a full rotation here. Looked great and stiff. Finally, though, he tags Riddle in, who tags and has, sorry, Riddles in and gets to go face-to-face with Walter, who then they start having a little bit of a strike exchange here briefly with Walter chopping Riddle down, and then he tags Fabian back in, who's doing... All sorts of stuff. There's Wes who's doing roundhouse kicks. Carter's flying around. Walter chops Natch Carter just into oblivion and then catches Wes Lee, places him on the corner. We've seen Walter do this and then chop him. But he chopped him so hard that he turns him upside down. Walter then holds him there in the Tree of Woe when Imperium do their running double... Like drop kick. drop kick thing. This spot was awesome. Yeah, so
2: good. <laughs> like, what? You chopped him so hard, this dude flipped upside down. We don't often see Walter... Like, obviously, Imperium's a team, but we rarely see them all team together, and it was kind of nice seeing them do these sort of triple-team moves. As well. Yeah. And then Imperium, also in new gear, uh, with their kind of flags on the side and all their names on yeah, like they Yeah, look, they look fresh. They, look really
3: good. they go to commercial break when Nash Carter, during Picture-in-Picture, Picture is getting beat down... While I'm watching a commercial for Austin Gunn from the Gun
2: Club? Yeah, there's this uh like reality show? Yeah, celebrity kids. Like celebrities their children and they have to go and work on a ranch, ranch or something like that. Uh, the gun club. So like Shaquille O'Neal's kid is on it. What? And yeah. Holy shit. So I think it's like famous, like spoilt children who now have to work. Damn. we'll make a reality show out of it.
3: So Austin Gunn made his NXT debut here tonight. He did, yeah. Sort of weird. When we come back, Nash finally goes to make the tag, but Imperium both pull Riddle and Wes off the apron, so he can't tag in. And Walter just continues to dominate him. Does one of the like sit sits down on him like earthquake or Andre the Giant? Where you just sit on the guy's chest? It's it's gotta hurt. Uh, Riddle finally comes in and he starts kicking the shit out of Walter with all these roundhouse kicks to the chest and to the head, and then hits him with a senton, and then more kicks to Imperium. He then sets Imperium up, meaning uh, Eichner and Bartel, and does the Randy DDT. Yes. (laughs) The Randy Orton uh, draping draping DDT. DDT. He does a PK off the apron to Walter, and then this is when MSK and Riddle, all at the same time in stereo, they do double like tope suicidas while Riddle hits the floating bro all in unison, taking out all of Imperium on the outside. This looked pretty great. Mm. Back in the ring, though, Walter gains control of Riddle and hits him with a power bomb. We've seen him win matches with this, but Riddle kicks out of that. I love this spot. The crowd bit as did I. There's then the spot where he tags Imperium back in, and and Walter's kind of really living up to the ring general thing. He's yell he's yelling at them like what to do, like hey, mm. now you do this and take take control. This is where Bartel throws Riddle and Eichner catches him with that catch suplex. We've seen
2: this so many times. Every time it blows my mind, this guy's strength.
3: Yeah. One of the best spots in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, how do you catch... uh, Riddle's bigger than him. And he catches him. Upside Finds his footing in midair and then hits a brain buster on this guy. MSK break up the pin here. um, But then it's all chaos. Everyone's fighting Everyone... Uh, eventually they send Walter and Bartel to the outside. MSK hit the blockbuster combo on Fabian. Bartel goes to break it up, but Riddle hits
2: Bartel with the Riddle KO. They did like a, the blockbuster into the floating oh, bro. Oh, into as the well, floating bro. And yeah. then a beautiful RKO.
3: RKO from Riddle to Bartel for the one, two, three. <laughs> MSK and the shaman
2: win. Um, this lived up to expectations for me. I was really excited when they announced this and then was worried just by the formatting we've had of NXT 2.0 where maybe we won't get enough time on this. Every match on the show got time this week and I found this so enjoyable. Anytime Riddle was in there with Walter, you felt the crowd really eat it up. Um, yeah, this felt like an old kind of NXT style match just yeah. just non-stop imperium have been great it's awesome having walter overseas hopefully a bit more permanently this time um all the all the kind of teaming stuff that msk and riddle managed to do i thought worked really nicely and the randy spots always make me laugh with riddle yeah, no,
3: Walter's looking jacked. Mm. Like he's he's trimmed down, he's looking just a bit more cut and I feel this is the beginning of 2022. He's going to look even more cut by halfway through this year. So, at the rate he's gone, man, I would love to see him be a prominent character. I don't think he would be a character here. I think main roster's the the spot I guess for him. If they're going to change the way things are on the main roster, he would be a great guy to put, you know,
2: Randy Walter. Randy Mania. versus
3: Walter. Randy uh, would make Walter look small. <laughs> yeah. Randy's big. He is quite big. Yeah. Uh, Randy, no, Walter, Walter, AJ Styles, Walter, who else? Fuck, who else? Big E, Brock, mm. uh, Kevin Owens.
2: I think, yeah, I, so you don't see him doing a, an look, run.
3: look, I would love to, but look, things things are not this, the, quite the same. Mm. So
2: this is kind of just them dangling this, like <laughs> almost like a treat, having Walter here. As we were watching this, you were wondering if there's going to be any kind of breakup because Walter was kind of yelling orders, and it it kind of led to their loss in a yeah. way, didn't it?
3: So he could leave, not be with Imperium anymore. But I don't know. I th- I feel like he's fine with that. I think they work better together. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um. But no, I I really love this, and if you. If you're someone that still listens to us, but has checked out of NXT since the kind of rebrand, try and watch this. I, I really enjoyed this match.
3: It was great. I mean, I, I always love Walter's work. I think he's <laughs> one of the, the best in, in this like generation. Honestly, he's just great. Again, he's a treat to watch. Mm. It would be a shame for his talents to not be used. Like, mm. like he, he, where, where does he go? He could, could he, was he feud with Braun Breaker and Champa
2: and stuff here? Like, I don't know. He's looking great. We've seen Walter Champa, haven't we? Yeah, they did that. Yeah, maybe Breaker, um, and
3: and Riddle the Shaman winning it for MSK.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed this this Shaman bro stuff. (laughs) Feels like a bit of a genie, like he's just popping in and now he's going to disappear. Dumb magic, he's the floating bro. You're in a better place now.
3: Yeah. Speaking of a better place, Joe Gacy is backstage with Harland. He's being interviewed. And he says that uh well since last week Harland has been working on a few things. Is that because Harland tried to throw someone off the roof? Yeah, Blonde Beau. Blonde Beau almost got thrown almost off the roof. Threw him off the Damn. Room. He says there's gotta be ramifications for the way people have treated him in the past, and he's made some good strides and some efforts, but we are announcing that we are a brand new tag team. And, well, we don't want to be automatically entered into the Dusty Classic. We have to prove. We don't want privilege like an established tag team. We will have to prove to the – does he say the tag team committee? Maybe. (laughs) I didn't know there was a tag team committee, but we're going to prove we're we're a viable tag team. And that starts next week. So, damn. The tag team committee. He is being like one of these woke people who are like, oh, I'm going to have to – Check with the committee on this one.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I, I wasn't really expecting to see these as a tag team, but I guess it makes sense. Uh, to yeah. the dusty classic. They'll be eliminated I see them being disqualified. Disqualified cuz Harlan goes Harlan off, rips someone's head off or something. Yeah. So what happened with Brian Kendrick? He he just didn't do the match? We assume yeah, he- I mean we don't we don't know why yeah. uh, a lot of people were off last week's show. Okay. Um so I guess we'll just move on from that, which is a shame because I kind of wanted to see. No, he's the gonna match. he's gonna return and attack Harland and be an attack. Maybe he, who, who would his who could he partner? Paul
3: London. <laughs> is he Paul London coming. London in? and
2: Kendrick, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and fight Joe Gacy and Harland. Yeah. Dream match. Why not? Yeah. They don't have much to run though in NXT. The ramp is really small. Their entrances where the like would right. That'd be great. Uh, I think
2: we could see Harlan versus Kendrick still. Yeah, eventually. Uh, just they didn't really mention Kendrick much. at true. All, to make me think, uh, I think they might just quietly move on. We cut
3: to a helicopter.
2: That's right. oh yeah, a helicopter
3: flying above Florida somewhere. And it shows Mandy Rose. For a second, I thought she was supposed to be flying this thing.
2: Then I was worried because she's like looking out the window. She's, like, she's hey. looking at
3: a title. I'm the champ. And it's eye like, on whoa. on the sky, Mandy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Look where you're going with this thing. But no, she had a driver. Yeah. She had a driver. Uh, she lands and she's dressed as a devil. What a, like, a lot of money to spend <laughs> on this entrance. What do you mean? It's just a helicopter. It's... <laughs> It gave me WrestleMania 35 with Charlotte. With Charlotte Ric Flair obviously yeah. used to do this, but just so funny. Yeah, that She gets a helicopter for no real reason.
2: Well, everyone had a vehicle for this. Everyone match. had a vehicle <laughs>
3: for this next match. This is true. Um, but Mandy gets out of the helicopter dressed like this devil costume, and she's New Year's evil. Love it. Evil. Mm. And uh, that match is next. But we go to a commercial break. When we come back, Electra Lopez being interviewed and she says that uh, everyone's been saying different things about her and Zion Quinn and Santos Escobar and Legato and I want everyone to know that I joined Legato because I I make no apology. They're one of the best, the groups of of groups in wrestling but it's going to settle some scores next week because Santos versus Zion is next week one on one and the winner of that match leaves with me. Wow, mm. says the commentary. Wow. So she's going to pick her sides with the winning man. Where,
2: where do you see it going? Zion Quinn, I guess. I I think Zion wins, and then he's like, nah. I <laughs> just blows her off. Jeez. Like, nah. I don't need you. I don't want you. <laughs> what do you mean I get you by winning a match? Fuck off. Wow. Damn.
3: Uh, I like Electra Lopez's blazers. Yeah. Very Miami rice. Yeah, Yeah. Um, it's time for the women's title match. We mentioned Mandy Rose, the champ, showed up in a helicopter. So, Cora Jade shows up on a skateboard. On a skateboard, yeah. But Raquel Gonzalez, who's also in this match, shows up on her motorcycle.
2: Who Who do you think's better, Raquel at riding a motorcycle or Cora riding a skateboard? Wow. The problem is, with... Any, like, the CWC is small, right? Yeah. So when Raquel comes out with the bike, it's almost like she's parking because she's just walking it <laughs> either side. Where you think Undertaker no just it. bombing yeah. down, he would fly. it's too small to, like, really yeah. bomb it down. So she's just awkwardly, like, walking it. And it's like those, you know, those kids' plastic bikes that don't even have the pedals that yeah. you just sit on and walk? Just- it's like that. Just... The idea is like pretty cool. And we've seen her like riding out of full sail or whatever yeah. on the bike. And that works. But coming to the ring, it just looked a bit daft. And then you have Cora hugging her skateboard. Her like little tiny, it's not even a skateboard. It's like one of those. Kid- and Mandy boards. can't fly the helicopter either. They're all useless.
3: Yeah. Again, I'm not going to, I'm not making fun of Raquel's motorcycle. Cause who am I? I do not own a motorcycle. Uh, it's just not my lifestyle. But her motorcycle didn't look that cool.
2: It was a I don't know. The motorcycle looked alright. Like, it, it was a big
3: one. It, no, but just, it didn't. She's look not cool. riding it. No, it I, just like, looks weird. Undertaker used to come out on like some choppers, like some fucking Harley's badass looking yeah. things. Coming out on like your Sunday drive <laughs> motorcycle, like nah, didn't I'm look try good. and see this thing again. I didn't I, really, I remember it
2: being big, wasn't it like matte It looked black clunky. Or yeah, it
3: didn't look like a cool motorcycle. It looked clunky. It looked like you're actually like. It's like an old hogs like the movie like the, like I'm not I'm not judging her this could probably be just her actual motorcycle and here I am being a dick just making fun I don't even own a motorcycle so like who am I to judge you know I like I take the train so like I should stop talking about well, there's it there's some good pictures on Google images when you of motorcycles <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Okay <laughs> nice let's move on <laughs> So Triple Threat Mandy Rose Raquel Gonzalez Cora Jade and the Battle of the Vehicles... It starts off with Cora flying around... She does a satellite to Mandy... Sending her down... Almost hits Arana, And then Mandy does the roll afterwards... Yeah. Uh, there's then Cora who gets caught in a satellite... Attempt into like a sidewalk slam... From Raquel for a near fall. Um, Raquel and Mandy are fighting on the outside... When Cora does a tope con Like off the apron to Raquel... Taking her out... Raquel in the ring... Gets Mandy up on her shoulders... And then gets Korra on top of her as well. So she's carrying both women and then does like the, what, follow a slam kind of...
2: Like a Simone drop. Simone drop yeah.
3: combo kind of thing, which looked pretty cool. Uh, they go to commercial break. When we come back, it looks like Mandy has the, the kendo stick, but it's taken away. And she gets smacked with it. And she's yelling like, whoa, not in the face, not in my <laughs> face, please stop. Um, it's a triple threat. So no DQ, of course. There's then Jade who hits a Rana to Mandy. Another one to Raquel, but it's only a near fall. Gonzalez hits some sort of backbreaker on Jade for a two count. Raquel then throws Jade to the outside and starts going on the attack on Rose because she realizes she's, she's got her where she wants her. But Rose tricks her and hits her with this like codebreaker type move for a near fall. Raquel fights back and hits the Chingona bomb. But as she goes to pin Mandy, Jade is back and hits the senton off the top to break it up. She then dumps Raquel to the outside. But as she goes for what looks like what a Hurricane Rana or some pinning attempt, Mandy counters it. She goes for the roll up that she's yeah. been winning with. And Man- yeah, Mandy counters the schoolboy roll up here and turns it into her own sort of pinning attempt. And one, two, three, Mandy pins Jade to retain the women's title. The finish was a little weird and I, it it even looked weird on the replay. It's as if she counters it with this arm twist thing and then sits down on Jade who's like kind of I guess shocked that the move was countered. Mm. The issue is it didn't look like Cora Jade was anywhere near the mat.
2: The shoulders were really <laughs> up. Yeah, you so I, like, I was yeah. like,
3: "Oh, okay." I didn't have I didn't
2: like hate this match by any means, but I it was it a little was, it was a clunky. I thought it was a bit of a mess. Yeah. Um I think you hear whenever you hear like wrestlers being interviewed and stuff, these multi-person matches are not easy to do. And perhaps here with like a little bit like lack of experience from a couple, like it did feel a bit of waiting around for my spot and that kind of thing. I hated the, I hated the whole Mandy running away thing. Cause she was, it wasn't like she was sitting out the whole match, which we've seen heels do where they just let the other two go at it. She was like doing stuff. And then halfway through, she decided she was scared and didn't want to. And it just all got very acty. It got very the overproduced Shawn Michaels NXT style, where they're really spelling out everything in the story. And it just became a, it kind of fell apart for me. Um, I could see Raquel and Mandy yelling their
3: spots a lot. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Like they're yelling at each other, like, hey, hold the ropes. Get ready. I'm like, wait, what? Why do I hear the- and it's just, it went
2: Yeah, it just went on this for a long time, this whole Mandy running off thing. I think Cora's selling is really good. I think that's her big strength in these matches. And I do think she is connecting with this crowd. They, they seem to be into her. And it wouldn't have surprised me if they actually went with the kind of fluke win again with her, making her the youngest champion. But yeah, as a match, I, I thought this was the low point of the show.
3: Yeah, it just it just felt like it had really messy parts, kind of. Yeah, well, it was messy. It. Uh, I kind of wanted Mandy to retain to continue the story, and Corrid should be champion and maybe take it from her down the line.
2: So uh, from last week, it it looks like uh, EO kind of set herself up to be the next challenger. EO okay. and EO and Kaylee Ray are both kind of wanting to challenge another so. triple threat. <laughs> another triple threat, but could see one of them go for it next.
3: Yeah, EO all the way. In another world. Mm. Where does EO should just go to the main roster at this point?
2: Yeah, like do you see uh Raquel moving up now? Yeah, Raquel should move up as well. Um Dakota Kai we haven't seen uh since her match with Raquel. Like is she going up? There's there's a few people now um who you're like wondering what is left for NXT here. Can't wait for them to all
3: be on the main roster and have two minute matches every week. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait. We go to boa a video vignette where he's washing his face in the sink and then looking at himself in the mirror. And then it's cutting between him with the face paint and without the face
2: paint being the possessed or non-possessed boa. So last week he attacked, um, fuck, who was it? Uh, Solo Sokoa in the face paint. And then when the camera went back to him, he had no face paint and he was like, what have I done? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so he's Poor Boa. He, it's terrible. All
3: this bo- he's, Boa stuff. When he, he's he's just washing the face paint away, looking in the mirror, and then he says, "Please, these powers are uncontrollable. I cannot contain them. Let me face Solo by myself." And then it cuts to the the creature. It finally separates. There's two of him now: one mm. with the
2: face paint, and one without. It reminds me there there was a show like a drama in the UK called Murder in Mind. And each week it was a different, like, story, but it was always from the murderer's point of view. Okay. There was one of this this girl whose, um, who's, like, husband or boyfriend and best friend were murdered. And it turned out that she kind of subconsciously knew they were having an affair and would sleepwalk. And in her sleep, she'd, like, murder people. Phil, that's Boa here. He's, like, all normal, and then he would just, like, sleepwalk and put face paint on and be up Solo Sokoa. <laughs> then he wakes up, he's like, fuck, what happened today? <laughs> that, that sounds like. Why have I got this face paint yeah, on. Yeah, is,
3: is that like just he's having a really bad night or a good just night? Terrible sleepwalks, yeah. <laughs> it's really. It's like, is that why Warhorse is a thing? <laughs> Anyone wearing face paint? Just yeah, <laughs> that's how they get it on. Get really
2: confused. Yeah, yeah this,
3: is, this is so funny and so bad. Yeah. Uh, poor Boa.
2: Yeah. He's got I mean, f- he's on TV every week. Yeah, but he's not, he Doesn't it's not good. Hey, who knows? Maybe by the end of 2022, most improved could be Boa. So he's he's possessed by the guy, the ghost of Mei Ying. Mei Ying. <laughs> he's now Wendy Chu. She's calling woke. people ham sandwiches.
3: Now she's woke too. Why is not she joined Gacy? No, she's thing?
2: asleep. But th- he's like, yo, you're always <laughs> sleeping. Trust me.
3: <laughs> you can be with me. Woke. Woken Joe Gacy. Boa is going to face Solo Sokoa next week, Yes, and he's not going to have the face paint. Face
2: paint on a pole match.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He should beat Solo Sokoa. Not going to happen, but then put face paint
2: on him. Like,
3: you're going to join
2: me now. You're possessed. Everyone's possessed. I don't know. I just want this Mei Ying gimmick. See how long it can be passed down to other people. Like, Boa moves up, and now Andre Chase is, is Mei Ying. And he leaves and he gives it to Casey Catanzaro and she's Mei Ying, and then she leaves and gives it to Bronn. His possessions know, like, like Von Wagner. Like the Omicron,
3: Omicron, yeah. passed around yeah. real quickly. Um, I feel like if it was a gimmick where it gets passed on, is it like the movie it follows? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Right. You pass it on to someone. Mm. If he. He's going to vape it in someone's face and then they're Mei Ying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> This
2: gonna get Julia Hart,
3: yeah, <laughs> vaped in the face. Yeah, he hasn't Nick been Joseph. In... Has it one week? Big <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joseph gets possessed by Mei Ying. Yeah, yeah. he starts like t- uh, trash talking Wade a bit more. Yeah, like, he gets mouthy. Gets a bit more. He becomes nasty. like yeah, he becomes like emo Peter Parker. <laughs> he gets possessed by Mei Ying. Yeah, great. So can't wait for that match. MSK and Riddle are in the parking lot with their scooters, which is pretty funny. MSK say, "Hey, thank you so much for for you know being our shaman and for you know helping us get that." Themed w- in for Jeff, yeah, for <laughs> <Last> winning <minute. laughs> for winning you know this match. Riddle says, "You're going to your destiny again, and your destiny is championships again. You're gonna win the Dusty Cup, and you're gonna be two time NXT Tag Champs. This is a goodbye." not forever, but a goodbye for now, bro. And then he rides off on his scooter and Emma's care like,
2: whoa, he's so cool, so wise. I almost felt like he needed to go through a Doctor Strange S- portal so just to just go-, go back to Raw, <laughs> go back to the other universe. Just, you needed to go into some smoke. Yeah. Just off
3: <laughs> into the cloud of smoke. They turn around and the Creed brothers are there and they say, you're not going to win the Dusty Cup. You're not going to win the titles back. None of that's going to happen because we are going to win and we are the Brothers Creed. So this kind of setting up, I think, what could potentially be the finals of this Dusty Class Creed
2: MSK. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Down both for team,
3: that. Yeah, both teams will advance and I think that will be the final. But yeah, Riddle just
2: drifting away. You think he'll be back? I'd like down the line Yeah, to be back. Like when they eventually get their big title match or Dusty Cup final or something, be in the corner. Or it's crazy. I, I didn't even think. Um, but uh, MSK are getting cheered again. Mm, it worked. I think having them off TV for quite a while, or at least not in the arena. Yeah. Uh, the Riddle um, connection, but yeah, they were fan favourites this week. Didn't hear any booze for them. Is his parents were away? They've been kicked out. Hopefully.
3: <laughs> we go to Andre Chase. He's in the ring. He says he had time for the main (laughs) event. (laughs) Yeah. He says last week was a teachable moment and I was in some deep trouble, but one of my students risked life and limb to protect me. And that's the bond that we have between student body and faculty at Chase University. He says, I'm thankful Harlan didn't throw him off the building. And he's got like this, like Chase University crowd group in mm. the in the crowd now with like some of his you know his sweaters and stuff like that he says if if harland uh threw him off the 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 building that would be terrible for enrollment and i just i have to recognize this student and i'm going to give him a full scholarship and it kind of shows the one guy in the crowd griff garrison looking kind of yeah it's,
2: it's cross it's, of griff and bow isn't it's it
3: blonde Bow dallas yeah uh, this guy and he's so excited that he got this full scholarship and he's so excited but they're interrupted the music hits von
2: Wagner <laughs> <laughs> donk, 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 donk. great theme it's
3: it wouldn't be a Tuesday without von Wagner it's come Tuesday come Tuesday <laughs> so he comes out. He says, I hear the boos and all the negative comments, but when I'm in the ring, I'm your new favorite wrestler. Someone must have sent him a, uh early copy. Advanced of screening. Best and worst of shows from post-wrestling. From- Spoilers. Yeah, I can't talk about Von Wagner enough. He says, but everyone tunes in <laughs> to the Von Wagner watch party. And we're all going to see who I'm about to tune out. Yeah, you got him, Vaughn. (laughs) Got him. He beats up Andre Chase. He hits him with an angle slam. And then the one student is really late to trying to help Andre Chase. When Vaughn pulls him and starts beating
2: up on him in the crowd. (laughs) There's all these plants and Vaughn tries to just fight everybody. Yeah, he's killing these fans. He's yeah. dragging them over the plexiglass and beating them up. So the security pull him apart, and uh, we later see he's been
3: escorted out, and he walks by the like doctor's room, and and Roddy's laying there, and he's like, yeah, you're a loser, Roddy. And then Ivy Nile stares him down, and he's like, what are you going to do, girl? And So, so we're getting he- Ivy Nile versus
2: Von Wagner <laughs> next Tuesday? <laughs> next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, yeah. Um. yeah well at least I was going to ask earlier Um. with Roddy losing the title what's next for him so at least he's got some sort of program here to lose against Von <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andre Chase obviously it helps him having his students in the crowd but it seems people are kind of at least the CWC seem to be enjoying his shtick and like kind of chanting along with his right. teachable moment and he seems to be leaning a bit more baby face jobber now um but this did all kind of feel like we're just kind of killing time
3: yeah it wasn't i didn't really understand like he is he trying to be like the uh, he's a bad dean like he made the joke like he didn't care if the guy got hurt he just cares about his involvement yeah. and it's like how 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 many legs does this
2: pro this have actually like i mean he is he's just <laughs> a butt of the joke. he's, he's a, Every week, he's only yeah. out there to get beaten he's up. He's Jobber to the Stars. Yeah. He's Heath Slater, you know? Yeah, he's exactly um, that. But yeah, v- Von Wagner just going around killing people. Well, we got to get Blonde Beau versus Von. 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 But I'd assume Roddy's the big... I, I don't know if we will see that, because I, I can't really see us having a match between these two. Yeah. I think this is it. So I think we're going for Roddy and Von. <laughs> Which just
3: seems weird. The wrestling will be good. Both do angle slams. Yep, yeah, this is true. So you know that'll
2: be all right. Yeah, come Tuesday next week maybe. Ivy Nile can interfere with the. Chain. I would like that match. Ivy Nile and Von Wagner. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Yeah, you think
3: Ivy Nile cuts a better promo than Von Wagner?
2: Have we heard her speak? I'm trying to
3: think. Doesn't matter. It doesn't yes. matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. A rhetorical question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked his shirt
2: though. Von Wagner. Yeah, what it was, was it? flashy for him. What do you think of the beard? Yeah, yeah. Bad guy. You're just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Just, just. Yeah, I think we get weird enjoyment from this guy. Yeah, like part of me,
3: I can't shit on this guy because he's not good at talking, but I still like his wrestling. But I don't, I I don't, I get a weird, I do. I get a sick, twisted enjoyment watching this guy speak.
2: Yeah. Come Tuesday. Just looking at pictures of Von Wagner now.
3: (sighs) But he looked, you know that video where it's the kid? You ever had a dream? Yeah. And it takes like 15 seconds before he even can like spit out the sentence. That was Von talking here when he's like, I'm going to tune you out. It's like, oh. Yeah, he should have just come out
2: and beaten him up. Yeah, you didn't
3: need to to talk. (laughs) You just needed to come out and beat him up. (laughs) You let the other guy do the talking. Yeah. Uh, Well, we go to a video package for Cameron Grimes, and he says this year was wild in 2021. He had a spaceship coupe. He had a butler suit. He had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, and he was cutting grass, and now he's kicking ass. He had the million dollar title, but that's Ted's legacy. So maybe I should have a legacy of my own. He says, maybe in 2022, Cameron Grimes should stop chasing green and start chasing gold.
1: 2022,
3: Mm.
2: the moon. Love it. His new catchphrase. Yes. Great catchphrase. it has got a whole year he can get out of it. Yeah. Until Uh, 2032, and then he can do it all again. Yeah, so he's gonna. I think he's gonna challenge Carmelo Hayes. I think that makes most sense. I can't really see him going for the main title at this point, but North American would be good for him. And I think that match should be really good. Him and Mallow. Yeah, yeah. I like Cameron Grimes. I don't. I don't know where he goes. I hope we get a bit of a more of a serious feud out of it though, rather than nonsense backstage with him and Trick like all these video segments which i think Cameron Grimes is good at but i'd like to see a bit of a serious more serious turn from him this year
3: yeah they're kind of going that way i, I guess he looks he looks more plain jane now he looks like just a guy now with his his haircut with and, hair. and maybe his outfits are not like he's rich he should he could still focus on that Yeah. Uh, I, I i got we got a tweet from listener friend of the show uh MJ from NJ who says okay he says that Cameron Grimes should go
2: for, like, a cryptocurrency title or something along the lines of... We've had all that, though. Like, we've just done the million-dollar title thing. Like, we want to see this guy move up the card, don't we? Yeah. Not just do, like, float around doing silly, gimmicky things. I, I
3: I would like to see more of the wrestling. Like, Trevor Lee, before Camera Grimes, was a good wrestler. And now I think he's, he's kind of picked... He, he, the character, I don't know. I don't know where a character like this can go, but... Uh, I don't think he beats Carmelo Hayes for the title. So okay. then it's just like, where does he, you know, where does he go? But mm-hmm. a series of matches between those two sounds sounds pretty good. We get announcements we already mentioned for next week. AJ Styles, Grayson Waller, the Crowbar on a pole match, Solo Sokoa versus Boa. Oh, yeah. And Santos versus Zion
2: Quinn. With uh, Electro Lopez on a pole <laughs> for this one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah yeah so a lot stacked card next week can't wait uh i'm I'm looking forward to aj and grayson i think uh pete dunn and d'angelo had a really good first match so be looking forward to see that again the rest doesn't quite interest me as much but if we can get two good matches next week that's all right
3: we get our we go to our main event and it's no commercials commercial free Mm. for the next 15 minutes here NXT championship on the line the champion Tamasa Champa going up against Braun Breaker and uh Bronze got some new gear it's not just all colors it's like black singlet with breaker on the front yeah i didn't like it i i like how it looks more serious than just c- melted crayons
2: oh i i like his colorful singlet I, I do think but i think it separates
3: him this looked very generic I, I, or, I think it. I think it. Look. I think the black. Maybe it makes him look more a bit more badass. But the, just having breaker, it's better than just a, his t shirt. But yeah. I, I, I. I. do like his color stuff too. But maybe this is his, like some more serious big match, kind of New Year's Evil. I don't know. Dark black and so red. It
2: really generic. It looked like. I mean, his, his other name one <laughs> just very stitched on the front of a black <laughs> singler. His
3: other one is like literally just colors. So yeah, I mean, it was great. All of them it were, separated him from everyone. I thought. I, I, I don't know. I thought he looked okay, but I know what you mean because it just literally is black with breaker. It looked yeah. like you made this guy on
2: 2K very quickly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Champa goes after him. Right away, but gets caught with Braun kind of throwing Champa's him
2: around. Champa's in two, uh, 2.0 colors as well. Black and gold. No, he's in colors. Oh, he's in colors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, Breaker, with his entrance, he had another go at breaking the chain, which he couldn't break at war games. And mm. like, these giant chains he broke, and then it was the old black and gold X. The X there. That he broke in half as well, just proving that you going know can gonna break happen. things. Yeah. He can break
3: things, and it's signaling that this could be the last of 2.0 no of black and gold of black and gold yeah. Fuck, there's too many fucking things <laughs>
2: no there's black and gold yeah. in colors <laughs>
3: <laughs> Braun breaker breaks things he has Tomasa in a gator roll here which looked pretty impressive he's like
2: rolling around and yeah this was they were him. doing like the drop down leapfrog stuff and uh breaker just caught him with this gator roll going right into this delayed vertical look Really, really good, yeah, delayed vertical stalling suplex, kind of walking
3: around the ring and then suplexing him, and then picks him up and does another one here, just kind of showing the power. Champa fights back with a series of strikes, and then a drop kick leveling him here, uh, braun runs at him with a shoulder block, but Champa ducks, so he just like misses and f- falls onto the mat. Um, Champa comes back, sending braun to the outside, Champa hits a twisting corkscrew plancha. Onto breaker on the outside, which looks great, and Wade is losing his mind. Like, whoa! Champa doesn't always pull that one out. There's then Champa who puts Braun into was he? It's like a tree of woe here in the drop kick. Oh, and the spot that Braun doesn't lately, we we've seen him do, um, where he catches you. It's like the the Steiner power slam Mm. It's like he catches you going one way and catches you and spins the other way he hits this but it's almost like a powerbomb version of the of the move on champa which looked pretty cool but it's only a near fall uh i mentioned the tree of woe upside down yeah he went for
2: frankensteiner and Champa knocked him off uh
3: there's then a spine buster from Braun, kind of like triple h style there even almost a little bit of the 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 pose off there Uh, and then a standing moonsault from Braun breaker which was impressive but champa kicked out champa somehow has got this like cut above his eye yeah I
2: need to look back i didn't really see when this happened but champa was bleeding pretty badly yeah yeah um
3: champa has the offense he's swinging away but braun runs at him with a spear out of desperation but again champa kicked out it looked great there's then the lift up into the pop-up power slam the finish from breaker but it's countered, and I don't know how Champa did this, but he counters this into the willow's bell.
2: This was awesome. Yeah, he kind of just rolled into the ropes, and it, it was so smooth. looked looked great. Honestly, I thought that this yeah. was it as well. We had a bit of an overrun, and it, this was at about um, like 9.58 or something like that. So I was like, oh, is this it? Is this the finish?
3: Yeah, it looked fantastic. I don't know how someone can swing him all the way through the ropes and then hit this move. But Breaker kicked out of it, so Ciampa is doesn't know what to do. They're fighting on the outside, and Bra- Braun hits him with an Alabama slam through the announce table, mm. but like right on the edge of it, and it shatters it. This looked cool.
2: Yeah, the like pat, like protective thing hadn't been taken off or anything. It just yeah, looked great. He gets Champa back in the ring. He
3: hits that pop up power slam. He hits it on Champa. We've seen him win matches with this, but Champa grabs the rope, therefore breaking the count. When they're going back to their feet, trading blows, Champa hits him with the fairy tale ending, but Breaker also kicks out of that. They're fighting in the top turnbuckle and Champa gets a boot, sends him in the middle of the ring and off the top, Breaker hits the flying bulldog, just like his, his dad, mm. right? The flying yep. bulldog. He looked great. He then puts Champa in the Steiner recliner, the camel clutch makes him humble. And Champa taps out. And we have a new NXT world champion, Braun Breaker, in
2: just 14 career matches. Like, this guy's great, I think. Um, this is his 14th match. Like, I'd, I get it. I get why you would... Go with him and strap him here. I think this guy just has got it. He's great on the mic. He's got a presence about him. The crowd are buying into him as well. And this was a really good match with Champa, I thought. I preferred this to their first one. Um, oh yeah, for sure. But I really liked how they were doing callbacks to the first one as well. They kept on saying about him, him making that mistake, uh, from when he fell off the, the second rope. And he kept on going for that move, but I don't think he ever. The Bulldog. The, the Bulldog. Eventually he hit it towards the end. Um, so I like the callbacks to that. Um, I liked the desperation from Champa towards the end of the match where he kind of realized he was in peril and he's just holding onto the bottom rope to try and get a bit of a, a breather. Um, I thought Champa was great in this. Um, yeah, re- really good stuff. I, I really enjoyed this main event and I, I'm really interested to see where Bron goes next.
3: Yeah. So new champion, black and gold is real dead, mm. real dead, dead. The last mm. remainder of it.
2: Yeah. Champa tweeted out, "Thank you," uh, with a black and a gold heart and a black and white picture of him walking away from the ring. So, don't know if we're to read into that. Champa is all elite
3: confirmed. <laughs> no. Uh,
2: yeah. No. I actually really enjoyed this match. I think Breaker
3: is good. If that's 14 matches, like good for you, because. He's he's definitely looking the part. Like I think uh take away him walking around with a t-shirt with the, just his face on it with the colors like mm. he looks like a bad dude. I was joking about Raquel Gonzalez riding motorcycles and I was kind of shitting on her motorcycle. I think this guy re- rides real motorcycles. They're just from looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> like I think he looks the part of this this oh, yeah. main main guy and I think he'll be NXT champ for a few months and then he's main roster bound uh, pretty quickly if this is the new direction of NXT 2.0 to make it actually the developmental where every six months it's a new kind of class or crop or yeah. every year people come in and out I could see this guy being the first main oh he, they already pulled the trigger with him here tonight but uh, we 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 been knew that he was going to be yeah.
2: beating the champion but I'm not it. sour about no, no, that no I think it, it is the right move yeah for sure I am curious. Like, is this? Does Champa move on to the main roster? Does Champa maybe call it a day from here and move maybe into a coaching role or something? Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking that tweet kind of signals that maybe he's done with NXT.
3: Yeah, and and that that would be fine. I would like to see him wrestle people on the main roster. Randy Orton Rumble debut. 21. Rumble and yeah, why not with Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, throw him out of the rumble.
2: Yeah, set up a mania match between the two.
3: Honestly, is still so good. So anytime people are like, oh, he'll just be a
2: trainer. It's like, but why? Well, it, it's more you don't know his body, right? Sure. Like his his neck and stuff. I'll right. tell you what I know. I know his body. He's jacked. He is Look jacked. at him. He's a god. Um, but yeah, this this for me was the the best episode of 2.0 oh, by a mile. easily. I, I thoroughly enjoyed tonight's show. Um, the women's match didn't quite deliver for me, but uh, the other three matches I thought were really, really strong. And it was nice to see matches getting time. Like, I think everything here was at least like 13 minutes. Like most had sort of a good 15 minute match, which is, is good. Like for TV, I want to see much more of, of this down the line. Uh, not your eight, nine matches in an episode with just two minutes for each one. Yeah. Um, I felt they built to most of these matches pretty well over the last few weeks. Um, I hope they can keep this up Um and sort of we've established our new crop of talent that we're going to focus on more every week. Now we're getting a bit more used to them. We've had a lot less of the vignettes like the stupid vignettes over the last few weeks. Okay. We had the women thing today in the back, but yeah, wasn't as much making me angry this week i think it's because this 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 was a
3: special like this is a week one they built up a few weeks to treated it almost like a takeover or something like that like the commercial free main event and title matches and kind of big matches it had the most time since nxt 2.0 like all the matches felt like they had significant time considering these other episodes we've watched as of late where it's like like, like you said, eight two-minute matches and a, a f- one main event that's maybe eight minutes or whatever. Mm. It's like, it's it's that With formula. a commercial in the middle. And right. they're going to go back to that next week. Look at the lineup next week. It's going to be just that. It's going to be all that. And then AJ Styles in a main event, which is cool. But it's like, I think these specials, if they continue doing this, then yeah, then the show will continue to maybe
2: stay and, and Every continue. Every five, six weeks, do one of these, you know? Is yeah, that kind of thing? maybe, but
3: yeah. This is easily the best 2.0. It did feel like one of those older specials. Even past few years when they did like the Halloween Havocs or the Great American mm. Bash TV ones, that's what it felt like. So, yeah, uh, good job good from stuff. from them. I, yeah, I am sad to see Champa lose the title, but it we could see that coming from so so long ago.
2: Yeah. Um, there's photos going around of him, like shaking Rick Steiner's hand. Who's yes. In the crowd Rick Steiner well. was
3: here. That's crazy. Rick Steiner and Braun, uh, then shared the ring and celebrated with the title, which is awesome. Just call him Rick Steiner. Can we sort this out? <laughs> Just call him, what is his name? Rex Steiner?
2: Yeah. Man, don't understand the Braun Breaker name. So. I think he's, isn't he Bronson Rex Steiner? Yeah. I think something like that. Still. No, we'll just no, get him to. I'm over it. I'm used we'll to We'll get him Ron to Breaker break now. things. I yeah. still think it's a dumb name. It I, is. I, I but can like get over like it. Like it's wrestling. Like
3: I think it's got to be a. I can't think of someone in the WWE with a dumber name than this name. Dolph Ziggler. I still think it's uh, never worked. for Von
2: him. Wagner is worse than this. Uh,
3: Braun Breaker. I don't
2: know. I hate all those names. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. Like you get used to it over time.
3: Yeah. I think. No, I, I thought the main event was was good, and and the hey, a lot of the other matches on this show were good.
2: That that six man tag. was Yeah, awesome. I think six man was probably my match of the night. But I really enjoyed. Yeah, it was just the women's match that was a, a bit of a mess. But the other three, I I really enjoyed this week. Yeah. No, I, I like much the more than a lot of the shit on Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs>
3: yeah yeah uh night one of wrestle kingdom still had the bang and main event which like was a main event but, yeah, but over here five and
2: a half hour show like yeah yeah
3: I, I need more than yeah 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 i still i i liked this show don't get me wrong but i still liked uh that but it, it's not not nearly comparable but uh i i would like to see Braun breaker go with this title for a little while and i could see him moving up to main roster tying it up with uh, a bunch of these guys. Yeah. He, he's going to be hot shotted for sure. Um, but hot episode. I can't believe it. NXT 2.0, <laughs> New Year's Evil. It was lit. Mm. It was a good show. Honestly. Honest. Honestly, we wouldn't lie to you. Uh, but let's see what you guys think because there is some feedback. Uh, join the Facebook group if you haven't already. Up next group. We will let you in and every week we post up and we will read it here. Like this one I'm reading from Glenn. Zadra, who writes in, MSK and Riddle versus Imperium was really, really fun. Does Walter feel a little less intimidating after trimming some weight? Not less intimidating, but I think I, even I was like, oh, he looks a bit like smaller. Mm. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not as scary. I
2: don't know. I, just, I don't know. Once he's slapping you around. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the time you see him against smaller guys, like, Tyler Bate and, uh, Ilya Dragunov and stuff. So maybe being in there with a riddle, who's a little bigger. We've seen them wrestle quite a few times before
3: NXT and WWE, but,
2: but yeah, I know what you're saying, Glenn. I know what you're saying. Uh, we go to Corey who says that women's triple threat match was a complete mess. All three women looked completely awful, especially Mandy Think It's time to kill this rain. Also. Why did Raquel chase after Rose when she tried to run backstage instead of trying to pin Jade breaker versus Champa was my match of the night. Holla if you hear me. Yeah,
3: holla if you hear me. Yes. Uh, we go to Dave Parker, who says, "How long till Daddy Strong and the rest of Diamond Mind get future endeavored?" Damn.
2: Uh, what are you saying? He they kick uh, him out
3: of it? They kick Roddy. I can't out.
2: see. I can't see Diamond Mine going. Like I, I can't see them getting rid of Ivy Nile and Creed Brothers. I think they're pretty high on them. You didn't say Roddy though. Well, Roddy. I don't know. <laughs>
3: You didn't say Roddy, though. You mean Roddy's in the diamond mine, right? Yeah, what right? well, he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've got... Roddy's been watching his friends over in AEW. He's probably like, huh. Yeah, probably doesn't care. His doesn't wife care. as well. Yeah. Oh, know. his wife?
2: Yeah. Interesting. That's right. right. Chaffee- oh, yeah. She's been on a bit of on a dark tear. and yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, Going to the post-wrestling forum, I've got something from Jesse from The Six who said, An enjoyable show... The first match was very good, though the ending was weird. I don't know that what that was supposed to be off the top rope. Uh, that kind of x thing. The sixth man was good. Walter is looking lean. He must be working out with Bartel and Eichner. I was disappointed with the women's match. I thought it was sloppy and there was too much WWE acting. Did Von Wagner beat up a child? Yes, yes, he did. (laughs) Uh, Main event was very good. Steiner is really impressive for someone so green, and Champer is such a smart wrestler. Even the parts that were a bit sloppy looked like the kind of ugly struggling you might get in a real fight. Having said all that, I'm not optimistic about where NXT 2.0 goes from here. I fear Roddy will be relegated into a nothing role. It looks like we won't get Walter versus Riddle, and I still think it's too soon to put the belt on Steiner. Even so, I'm much more open to watching 2.0 now that I was uh, now th- than I was three months ago. Okay, take care.
3: So he's a bit more optimistic. A bit more optimistic. A show like this, I think so. Me too. Mm-hmm. You could you
2: could hear. I, there wasn't much on this that I like. dismay like just just really hated. And it's fun to like dislike one segment. It's when you dislike every segment when it gets to you. But Yeah, yeah. This show f- didn't I can do take that. shitting on Casey and Caden once a week. Yeah. that's it. If the rest is good. Give me old Texas two-step, <laughs> you know?
3: Uh, we go back to the Bless forum. Him. We go back to the forum. We're going to read two here because the first one's from Dylan who writes in, I had to be up to 4.30 today, but I'll keep it short. Braun fucking Breaker. All right. But Frank Sulo also writes in. Fire Frank, the BDE champ. He says, best 2.0 ever. I'm glad they didn't add any extra matches and gave, gave everyone time. Melo continues to show he's the real deal, and Roddy was showing signs of the vintage Roddy. The six-man was a lot of fun and always good to see Walter, and it lived up to our expectations. Have we seen the last of 2.0 of Raquel? I wouldn't be shocked if we see her in the Rumble. Champ Breaker 2 was better than their first, and I... I like that they built off the story of Braun learning from his mistakes and he hit the bulldog this time and had to bust out the recliner on the bad neck of Champa to put him away. Champa did everything in his power to get the kid to the next level since his debut. And it paid off tonight. Very entertaining night with the nonsense kept mostly to a minimum. Happy new year. Shout out helicopters. And I love being a turtle. Mm. Nice Frank. Thank you.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Raquel in the rumble. You could have a, have the kind of big monster spot with most eliminations in the women's. Get her over big. Yeah. We go to Muggen who says, A strong outing with good wrestling up and down the card. Strong haze was dope and the Avalanche Xplex had me rearing back. The sixth man tag was a blast. AJ Styles going to NXT for a while will liven things up. The women's triple threat was a bit on the clunky side, and Champa Breaker was very good.
3: Uh, and last one here is Sean McTeer. He's wrote a lot, so I'm not going yeah, we'll to read this whole thing. This uh, he says, I thoroughly enjoyed New Year's Evil tonight. He thought the segment between Waller and AJ was better than their first one and did much better job setting up the match next week. He says, the six men was insanely good. He says, unfortunately, the women's match was the weak spot on this card. The main event was great and loved the story of Breaker overcoming his inexperience. He thought tonight was a good way for NXT to start the year. Hopefully, they can keep this momentum going. Let's uh, hope. Yeah, let's hope. For our own
2: sanity, let's hope more of this. NXT
3: 2.0 continues on after a banger show to open up the new year. New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. Hey, guys, thanks for writing in the feedback and for listening to us talk all about New Year's Evil. We appreciate it, especially in the Twitch chat. Reminder, Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. – sorry, 10.15 p.m. Eastern time, we record this show. And Wednesdays, we do the same thing. Tomorrow night, we'll be doing BD Elite, talking all about AEW Dynamite. And, uh, well, tomorrow's Danielson Hangman too. So I can't oh, wait. Yeah, to, it is. Can't wait to see that. I think what is uh, deep on the show too. I forget now. There's a few things on this. Yeah, show. there's a few things
2: being announced, but that's that's the main one, obviously kicking yeah. off the show. Uh,
3: so super excited to talk all about that as well. Uh, so many podcasts as well. We mentioned Patreon.com is how we keep this show going. And for only five bucks, you get access to all the shows coming out this month and everything in the back catalog, all the movie reviews, our Home Alone review with Pollock, our best match ever, SmackDown 6th with Way, everything in the back catalog, Retro NXT reviews, everything.
2: And remember, patrons, if you want to declare yourself as an entrant in the Royal Rumble, the Up Next Rumble match, all you've got to do is declare. It's that time of the year where everyone declares. Yeah, you shoot your shots. I declare, I'm entering. I the do next declare. Round Am I allowed to be in it? Uh, I mean, you're not the champ. Yeah, I know. So, so I can just. I'm, I'm going to go in it. I might rig it. Try and be thirty. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, hmm. we'll do the road dog spot. We'll just hold on to the bottom rope for the whole match. That's not a bad but idea. But actually win. That's how Chris won it last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair to Chris he's trying to prove himself this year by, Number by one. running the gauntlet going in yeah, first that's, that's tough or I think he was like last year I was up till like 3am so I'll go in first
3: yeah that could be it yeah uh, well we have so many shows and fun things scheduled again join us on Facebook like the Facebook page and join the group and then of course Twitter at Up Next Podcast for all the updates and yeah so many podcasts best match ever one and two coming out can't wait for you guys to listen to us talk all about the top 10 matches of 2021 which there was a lot about but again we're joined we're we're, well, we're joining John Away for the best of show on the post wrestling feed this friday and then next week will be the be- the worst of show 2021 so can't wait for you guys to hear that as well because we were honored to join John Away the goats of this game so uh yeah of course, that was great always. hey we appreciate you listening to it I'm happy to be back I missed you guys so so much I myself Brayden Harrington I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram I'm at TheBrayD and I am at Davey Portman take care goodbye be safe and give him the old Texas two step
1: oh hoy!